0: Hi, and welcome to IndieWire's Filmmaker Toolkit Podcast. I'm Chris Fault, the editor of The Toolkit. Today, my guest today is German uh, writer-director Maran Adi, whose new film, uh, Tony Erdmann, is one of the five films nominated for uh, Best Foreign Language Film at the Oscars and has been easily one of the best-reviewed films of the year. Uh, before I start that interview, which we recorded back at the New York Film Festival back in the fall, I have with us uh, Zach Scharf, who is the media, social media director. I'm a bunch, I don't know, I can barely say my title. what you're Social media editor. But Zach has also <laughs> written, as you know, as anybody reads the site has written probably like well over 1,200 posts for us while managing all of our social media, and Tony Erdman is by
1: far his favorite film of the year. Yes, sir. So. Thank you for having me.
0: So, you know, one of the things is that, just real basic setup, is uh, this woman in her 30s, Inez, is a career-driven woman, uh, is in Romania, uh, consulting for the government. And has, lives a fairly soulless existence, <laughs> and her father, um, what's his real name? Is Winfred. Winfred becomes concerned once when she comes home, and so he starts to infiltrate his her life. And when he's not able to a hundred percent break through, he creates this crazy character, uh, Tony Erdman, and literally infiltrates her life <laughs> in comedy. And it's I I, I mean. I know you love the film on many levels, but for you, I know that character of Winfred into into Tony Ehrman is something really special.
1: Yeah. To me, I am someone who is very immature. I can openly admit that. Um, and This is who you hope to be in your 60s? <laughs> <laughs> I hope not to be exactly like that, but I feel like everyone's sort of in their lives has an element of Tony Erdman in them. I think that character, the movie, you know, forms around him and it ends up becoming this really profound like meditation on humor um i think like after can it sort of got labeled as this comedy and everyone's saying oh this you know two hour 40 minute german comedy but Mm -hmm. i think because you know even the fact that the movie is named tony Erdmann, it's less a comedy and more of like a study of comedy and how you know this character uses humor to you know in a beautiful way to try to connect to his daughter but also in a very sort of self-serving way you know humor is sort of like a way that he's saying what really isn't being said, you know, there's obviously these painful truths between them, but he's making jokes to sort of hide that. So I feel like, yeah, the movie ends up being this sort of like very, very funny, but also very profound, you know, study of how we use humor in our everyday life. And there's,
0: I think you're, I I talked to her a little bit about this as well, but because there is a scene in this movie that is one of the funniest things I've ever seen right. and and, and – We're talking la- about the end here, right? Yeah, yeah. And, 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 the, and the laughs at the end extend um, – I mean, it's one of the most beautiful comedic set pieces I've ever seen, and the way that she's able to build on that awkwardness and also <laughs> deliver just an – I mean, it's really at the heart of like this culmination of what's happening with these characters, but it exactly. is so funny. And I I think people, like we saw it early and we just talked about how we almost died laughing during that scene. And there's this idea of, oh, it's this German comedy, but it doesn't really have that many laughs or it does have some laughs. But in general, the tone very often is far more dramatic and it's far more observational too. It's a lot of... um, it's not really plot driven. It's a lot of like little moments and catching little moments in in, in things that are not said um, between these two characters, and also that runtime. I mean, outside of Judd Apatow, <laughs> like I mean, like no one's really delivering uh, comedies at, at at that length. But it, it, it it's 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 an interesting balance, and I can't think of another film that really um, is kind of finding that that niche between. Uh, a character study in comedy
1: well yeah I feel like that's the thing is that we don't usually unfortunately Hollywood isn't making the type of comedies where the comedy is just totally organically driven from who, who these characters are I think that's why that final 30 minutes the big you know nude scene is so uproarious because it is the it sort of represents the full transformation of Ines into her father mm-hmm. you know she's uh, Marin sort of teases that transformation in a scene, another sort of shocking scene where her and her workplace buddy have a little, you know, hookup one in the hotel room, oh, right, right, which is another right. sort of shocking scene where we see that, you know, there are parts of her father that are already in her, mm-hmm. um, that she's sort of suppressing to be, as you said, this sort of soulless career woman. And that's sort of what she needs to do to get ahead. You know, she needs to sort of be this cutthroat soulless woman because she is a woman. And in order to get ahead, that's sort of how she has to be. But yeah, and I mean, it, once she hits it, the... She once doesn't, he, doesn't yeah. even
0: delay... She'll, she'll go into, like, and we talk, like, I know more about consulting for the right. government than right. I ever need to know in my life, <laughs> and, like, that need to know all those details and to understand this, like, innate sexism mm-hmm. and the fact that she's discovering this in this way that we're discovering oh, this. Yeah. Is just yeah
1: it's it's kind of miraculous I sort of I wrote about this a bunch when I was sort of covering the movie for the site but the movie is like in any given scene 10 different movies at once so it's sort of you get all the gender politics of sexism in the workplace you get sort of the socioeconomic angle through her work in Romania um, but nothing is didactic it's so organic like they're in you know in a scene where she's in the workplace you don't see Marin sort of there's no neon sign like this is about sexism, this is about sexism. It's so sort of organic to who this character is and we sort of understand who she is because she can't get ahead. That's sort of one of the funniest things about the movie is that, you know, here you have this amazing, smart, driven woman who isn't being taken seriously by her boss and then you have her buffoon father come in, you know, in a fake wig Mm -hmm. and her boss instantly takes him dead serious. And you're just sitting there, you're like, oh my God. And that, again, helps facilitate the song and dance that becomes their, you know, tense up and down roller coaster ride throughout the movie.
0: Now I've only seen it once. I'm a big fan. <laughs> I've seen fan. it like three times. I know. This is the thing. You're a bigger fan of the movie than I am, which is not saying that I dislike it. And and you've seen it more than once. The one thing that I walked away from the first time I I, I saw it was that last half an hour, basically from the Whitney Houston song <laughs> to the naked scene and
1: then the-, the We do have of, to give it up for the Whitney Houston. The yeah, I mean, that is a standing that, ovation moment.
0: That that <laughs> last 25, 30 minutes, I'm assuming, is is about as good as it gets. Yeah,
1: and the it's that, pure transcendence.
0: And what I, I, I wondered when I left the theater, and I, I still have yet to, I'm gonna go check it out again, I think this week uh, before Oscars, is that element of did it need that first 130 minutes or 120 minutes to get there? It's a it's a slow burn. Certainly, there's a lot of character build up to get there. Um, and she also, admittedly, is a filmmaker who takes like eight years to make a film. Right. And there's like there's a very deliberative process here. But but I just wonder, you know now that you've, you you're such a big fan of the film and, and you've seen it so many times, is, is this one of these things where all of that is just this setup for that killer 25 minutes, or could it?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it's a fair argument. You know, it's funny. I, I knew I was coming on the podcast today, and a movie I keep sort of thinking about when I think of Tony Erdman, and it's a very sort of unrelated movie, but American Honey, which I know is one of your favorite movies. But I think something that, that was could, our first date. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was <laughs> that was our first date. Um, but I think, you know, they have a very they're very long movies, but scene to scene they breathe so naturally. Right. Um, and so yeah, I mean, obviously this movie is building up to a huge set piece, but. I think if it was any shorter, you would miss out on the characters' struggles, on the characters' struggles with themselves, with each other. I mean, and so much of the movie ends up sort of being the way, you know, you'll see a scene. So, like, I don't want to spoil too much, but, you know, when Fred gives his daughter a cheese grater, Mm -hmm. this sort of buffoon, ridiculous gift, you know, he's trying... It's like they, they really haven't had much of a relationship, and his present to her is a cheese grater. That you know, situation ends up not reoccurring, but like, that sort of becomes a mind game between them. Mm -hmm. So like an hour later, they're having a conversation, Anessa's with a group of friends who you know, they don't know that it's her father. They're talking about a cheese grater. And so it just becomes this very sort of, every then conversation has a subtext because you've seen and lived with them for so long. So I think it just, it gradually keeps building because of its length, because it's so natural. And then yeah, it just becomes this transcendent thing, this beauty of a movie by the end.
0: And I think that the the Andrea Arnold uh, Comparison is also interesting in the sense that they're both directors who Even though they're that those both those films are a little bit longer There is so much time yeah. that goes into it and so much layers. It's not it's not casually long Right there's, exactly. There, there is I feel like it's easier
1: to say like this is so long than to actually sort of really Understand why like, what is sort of the attempts to make it this long? I think it's it's as sort of Improvisational and freewheeling as both of those movies seem mm-hmm. especially Tony Erdmann um they end up having very meticulous arcs to them, um, which is sort of miraculous in and of itself. I wonder if that's not almost the story of
0: uh, the better independent films this year, because you could throw Moonlight into the example there, is um, films that not, always with low-budget films, you always hear of how long they took to get made, but uh, throwing Barry Jenkins in there too, people that took six, seven years to also figure out their story and kind of go along that way. Um, Certainly Jarmusch and Patterson is another example of that as well. the, it's interesting. I, I thought this film had a lock on best foreign picture, but I guess we don't really know. And certainly all this news was salesmen, so it doesn't know. But I, I know Sony's doing very well with the film. Um, are they really talking about an American of that's
1: this? what we've heard yeah is um,
0: that I know we put something on there but is that just something someone said or is there like someone actively
1: I'm not I don't know if there's any sort of studio or sales agent sort Could of in the it? park I mean I know Marin has been on record saying that she would support a Hollywood remake of it is I personally it? cannot see it um, I'm one of those people who just go read the subtitles. It's a beautiful movie. Right. Um, I know we actually, we ourselves, everyone at IndieWire got together. We put up this kind of humorous Yay. gallery of who we would want to star in the American a remake, good one. I can't But I'm remember. staying away because I, this movie is too perfect to, because again, Hollywood is not going to allow it to be two, two hours and 40 minutes. They're not going to allow, they're going to throw slapstick comedy in mm-hmm. there, you know, and so much of it is about behavior and manners and a study of an observational approach to who these characters are like you know I, I'm thinking about a movie as you said that's like this in Hollywood and I you know nothing comes to the top of my head so I'm approaching a Hollywood remake with some severe reservations and, and I think more
0: in looking ahead I think the bigger thing is is her and her career yeah I, I think she's like 39 40 and she's um, only made three movies She's only made, three? but 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 she has her own production company right. and obviously to a certain degree uh, the pace at which she's working is is not one of these stories right. uh, as much of uh, of a filmmaker struggling to get something made. She's, she's working at her own pace. And she's also scaling up. I mean, this is the first, I, I don't know if I'm right about this, but I think it's the first German film in Cannes that got in Whoa. at a really, really long time. Mm-hmm. And part of that is about size. And I think what's really exciting about this is that this is now a director who I think is of that status where we kind of expect the next film to be right. to be at Cannes. like right. which, is a, is, which is a kind of rarefied air yeah. that she really seems to be there and i mean unfortunately we might have to wait till you know it's chelsea, chelsea clinton's administration <laughs> to see the next one but uh it's uh you know she's really i mean i think this film the previous work showed is it predicted that she was going to get right. to this level but this film is just it this doesn't feel like a one-off, right? No, it, the, it
1: totally seals the deal, and now she's one of those directors that anytime she has a new movie, it will mm-hmm. instantly be, you know, in the top three movies I'm looking forward to in that respective year. Right. So All it's right. very exciting.
0: All right, well, Zach, thank you very much, mm-hmm. no uh, and this is uh, this is my conversation with Mar. Uh, this was. Um, Toni Urban, after it, it did come to the New York Film Festival. to New York Film Festival, and um, got a, a w- very warm reception here, and so I got to sit down with her uh, when she was in town for that. So enjoy. There's just talk back and forth, it's like, and I could care less about the labels. Is this a comedy? Is this not a comedy? But the the thing that really struck me was that. There is a there is a sadness, and there isn't embedded in this like a, a I'm an American like a broad comedy. There's not like yeah. a comedic. Um, I mean, some of this is playing straight family family drama, and so I'm, I'm thinking about you going back and writing this, that change from the father into Tony Erdman, and um, bringing in this the prankster, bringing in I mean you know the teeth and the hair. And there is something like very broad and wonderfully comedic about it. And you found this perfect balance. But I have to imagine in creating this, that had to be something that was on your mind of like how, where am I going to find that balance? And considering, you know, kind of the larger aspect of the film, like where's the tone, like where is it going over the top?
2: Yeah, this was, um, I mean, first I I was searching for a way out of the Pure realism or naturalism of of the f- of my films, like, and um, and so I had this father in mind who like um, starts this transformation, and who or who tries to be someone else, to, who tries to meet his daughter again as 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 this stranger and. Um, Actually, in the script, it was more. I was much more interested in the comedy, you know, writing these funny things and his approach to her and her being stiff and so on, as as this businesswoman. But actually, when I when I started working with the actors, um, it was very clear that we had to take this really serious and that it's also. Um, really, a, a big drama, or that the comedy comes out of the drama, out of the desperation of the characters. So, and for me, it was always good that that I I didn't do the comedy for the audience. It was the, it was Winfried the father who plays the comedy for his daughter, and that, and this was something he's doing out of desperation. So, um, actually, it was a, that was a good. Uh, combination and um, but during shooting it yeah we focused very much on the existential part of the film.
0: But in writing it, you didn't it, I guess what I'm hearing yeah. you saying is, is that it wasn't until you actually had an actor in there and you're, you're working it out. that No you no that no
2: that's 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 uh, not true. You're you're
0: right. you, <laughs> <laughs> so you were figuring this out in the right because I also understand I, and I, I, I think I'm right about this you don't necessarily have a comedic background and so part of yeah. this was also a study uh, yeah. of like going back and also of becoming a student of comedy and i'm just trying to figure out in that writing process because, and i say this because you do yeah. a beautiful job and so many people have trouble finding that you know finding some kind of balance the, like that yeah. and
2: i mean the balance was in in the story that's what i um because i mean his he's it's winfried's humor and um and his humor is has a wide range. You know, humor is not not only something that makes people laugh. It's it's also sometimes something where he hides behind his humor, or he he finds a possibility to to be aggressive through his humor. So it's it's kind of his language in a, in a way that he uses in, in 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 very uh, um, different ways and. Um, yeah, but also in my family, a lot of things are solved with humor. I mean, it's, it's not autobiographical, but my father, he also likes to joke or he has a good repertoire. So this was something uh, that You're I knew. From? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, 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 bo- I borrowed from him the, the thing with the fake teeth because this was really something he was doing for, uh, for a while. And um, I, I enjoyed that little moment when he... Uh, Transformed. I mean, he didn't stay very long in character, mm-hmm. um, but yeah. And
0: a lot's been made of you've been pretty upfront about how long it takes you to make a, a movie, kind of yeah. this whole process, <laughs> <laughs> which is something I definitely want to talk about. But the, the this part of this definitely seems as if um, you have a lengthy casting process, and also I, I believe working with actors is a huge part of a kind of a, a, a prep yeah. and and also I believe you shoot a lot so is is part of this also making sure you have the right person and then spending time with the actors kind of working out you know what that tone is
2: um I think I the tone is something that I that I have in in mind before mm-hmm. and but still I want to make it suit to to, to each actor because it's I have my um, the thing uh, the tone that I have in the ear, but it's not something that you you can like force on to them. So you have to work with what they are bringing in, and um, and that's also why I'm very big fan of, of casting to find the right uh, to find the right person and to also see how it works together. And Peter, it was really he was very good in 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 doing this uh, Tony. That Tony, because I, only, I also, I, you know, I had to find two persons in okay. a way, and not only Winfried. You know, every actor would have been a different, a different Tony, mm-hmm. and um, and he really put on on the casting. We, we, so we at the casting we had like wigs and teeth and mm-hmm. jackets there to to try out how uh, how he could uh, look like, and so this was one thing the casting, and then it's a long. Process of rehearsing, I and I never try to really use the script for that process, mm-hmm. but to to work with the story, to work with improvisation around the around the actual scenes. I'm I'm very um, cautious not to touch too much before the shooting day. Mm-hmm. And, and so this is something that's happening. Much that's happening earlier. much longer before the shooting, like mm-hmm. um, yeah, maybe three months before, something mm-hmm. like that. And and also I went back. Um, I went back writing. So I after I knew that Peter and Sandra would play those roles, I also worked on the script again to make it suit a little bit better. And and then there's another long thing or important thing for me is that I try to get a rehearsal on location with all the actors mm-hmm. um, before the shooting day. And this is something that I, that for me is like the staging, you know, when I really um, arrange everything, but still not touch the emotional side too much. Mm-hmm. And this is something that we only do on the shooting day. And
0: yeah, so you're doing a I lot did. of work with the actors beforehand you're really yeah. kind of going through a lot and and, and and i'm assuming so for for the improvisation you're you're setting a scene this is but you're letting you're not giving them a script but you're something based on the dramatic structure of one of your scenes yeah. and, and letting them work through it and then you're writing afterwards is that that you're kind of taking what you got from there and going back to the script
2: mm, that's very rare that i do this but sometimes I, I i did that mm-hmm. but um most of the script work is yeah has has nothing to do with that maybe you know i i try when i try it out mm-hmm. or let them improvise i go back and shorten things but it's not that i improvise and write down write down the the dialogues
0: mm-hmm. and the the element of i I read that you had a hundred hours of footage, is that yeah. right? So is that trying different takes? Is that trying, is that I'm sorry, trying different versions, trying yeah. I mean what it where's I mean that's a lot of that's Yeah, that's a it's lot a lot, lot it's <laughs> a lot to shoot.
2: But I mean with digital and I had fifty shooting days, so it was it's a long film, yeah. you know. I mean it, it was two hours per day and oh. and for me it's it's I, I there are some scenes where I n- really know how they should be. Uh, But most of the time I go in a shooting day with a just a a thesis thesis is that the word like um, a theory a theory Mm -hmm. of how it could be but I try to be surprised and and try out variations like how they are especially on the what's going I mean with that film the story happens on the sub level you know Mm -hmm. like there's a lot of going on 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 the subtext and um, so, and there's a big, yeah, there's there's a lot to do. And um, and I don't know what, what I really need in the in the editing room because I'm very happy when I can go back to editing room mm-hmm. and have like an archive where I can like still modulate the, the psychological development.
0: You have all the options, yeah. all the different notes to kind yeah, of go. Yeah, I have out. the different
2: notes. I mean, with Tony, for example, yeah, it, it, there's always something. It, it has to lie in between, you know, like between this... Um, this uh, Tony showing off and, and, and also, um, and, and then there's Winfried. I mean, Tony is played by Peter Simoniszek, who's a good actor, but he actually had to play Winfried, who is a bad actor. So it was always a small, a thin line that we had to walk. So, and we tried out a lot and, um, yeah, and sometimes we really found it on the shooting day and sometimes I just knew, yeah, we have enough. I can
0: do it in the editing the the i don't want to talk too much and give yeah. away the movie but i mean i've I, I looked at it almost everywhere others year. will yeah. do it uh, yeah, so yeah, you yeah, can yeah, yeah. also
2: do it <laughs> <laughs> well, I, 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 no i, I think, I think I, it's I, good <laughs> i thought the same in the beginning but then i said oh no now i give <laughs> up uh, everybody <laughs> well, knows I mean, everything i mean
0: there's there's an amazing uh naked scene we'll just yeah. we'll just call it that and that um is is i mean it's I mean, people were like almost in pain laughing at the, at the <laughs> from the the screening I was in. Yeah, um, and, and 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 it's it's amazing, but it also is um, this enormous payoff. This is huge culmination of like so much of what's going on with the the Inez character, and um, it, it also is kind of a, a very sharp. The, I guess what I'm really getting at is it's one of these things when that scene happened, almost all of those little things that you had been doing for two hours yeah. beforehand yeah. suddenly came crashing. Uh, yeah. and, and so so you really earned this moment. And I I was, I mean, it's really, it's really stunning. And what I'm wondering is, when you were kind of mapping this out and doing the writing, was that something that you were writing towards? Like you had that, you knew that this was going to be kind of a, a scene where um, there was kind of like this big, you know, let go, with the naked go. party,
2: I knew that the that the thing with the kuka cooker will will work. This worked in the script well, like the hugging and and things like that. But yes. the naked party before was always something we about the song and the nakedness. We discussed a lot because. It's something a uh, singing and people being naked is something that you cannot read very well in a script. You mm-hmm. know, it, it's something you have to see it or to hear it, you know, mm-hmm. to to like really get it, <laughs> how it how it will be. So did you make them rehearse lots of naked scenes? Is that <laughs> yeah, we rehearsed <laughs> that. Yeah, we rehearsed that. And yeah. it was uh, it was very, very funny. And um, and um, yeah it but we we didn't rehearse it completely naked, mm-hmm. i think, and um no, but um yeah to leave something open for 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 the shooting day, but actually, it was very courageous, i think, of the actors because it's i mean imagine like s- just standing in a light room naked i mm-hmm. mean if you have to play a sex scene or something you, you at least have. Have to act. You, you can do something, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> which makes sense. But, <laughs> but <laughs> I guess what I'm really saying is, that, is, yeah. is
0: that I mean, it's just this amazing comedic set piece, and it it really pays off so much in terms of w- 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 with these two characters of what's going on. I, I guess what I'm trying to figure out is, is that are you someone that when you think of your stories, are you someone that's kind of knowing where you're going? Like, it's like a structure. Like, you know, you have to get these characters to the point that they could have a moment like this, which obviously is set up with the scene beforehand, yeah. with the the singing. But is that something where that kind of release, that yeah, kind of emotional I want, release? Yeah, that
2: was the idea that it's kind of like a a breakout, a release, or that um, it's her Tony Erdmann moment mm-hmm. in uh, in a way. and. Um, but I like the idea more that she's like, I mean, she doesn't want to do a naked party. She didn't in, intend to do it. She just, it just starts, it's like a, something that starts rolling and she just wants to get rid of that dress and uh, and because she's like her second skin that she cannot stand anymore mm-hmm. and she doesn't want to do this party. So it's just, um, and, um, and then the party comes as a present because the others take it for real. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah.
0: The, your process is—it is, takes. It seems like it was almost two years of writing. It seems yeah. like, and um, a long prep, and then uh, you know, by American standards, 50 days for a smaller movie. Yeah. The and then obviously a, a, a lengthy post process. Is this something where, and it, it worked. I mean, you're able to pull this off in yeah. this amazing way. So it's obviously a great process for you. But I'm wondering, and I'm very much thinking of like american filmmakers yeah how much of your ability to do that and maybe now moving forward with this movie success you 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 can you have the luxury of doing this but before this how much of this is about being a german filmmaker and being supported but you know and and being able to take that long to do a story and i mean is this something that you were you had funding or you have some kind of
2: I had funding, so it's a it's a film mostly funded by by public money. There's television money involved, but this is also public money, and um, and but it's not. I'm in the lucky position that I'm my own producer, mm-hmm. and this is really uh, makes was very important for for the film. I have a company together with two great colleagues, and and we're like um, we know each other for for a long time, and. Um, yeah, and, and we really put a lot in that in that film. So mm-hmm. we believed very much in it, and but also with my first film, I also I I, I didn't have a lot of money for my my first feature mm-hmm. film, and I always tried to invest it in time, mm-hmm. in, in shooting time, and I always tried to reduce um, other things. You know, it's it's not so. Yeah, it. it you, yeah, it's the problem. Money. Uh, there's. You need money to make uh, make <laughs> a film, and you and it. You need to be very think about it very carefully, where to invest it. If you don't, it's never endless, and, and you don't have. You never have enough money. That's <laughs> and
0: another part of this. Is also. I mean, you were the first German film to to be in competition at Cannes, in, I think it was like eight years or yeah. something like that. And so I think part of this is also this element of they seem to want a, a movie of a certain size. Uh, yeah. yeah and, and 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 your movie's amazing but also having that platform yeah. that you know yours was this incredibly well talked about film at the yeah. grand Sony's picking it up but this element of like having that kind of platform there's also even if the government is supporting the filmmakers yeah. having a big enough movie that you can kind of move over to that platform and and have the stage that you have now is that part I mean
2: I mean, when you hand in for funding, you say uh, you write a thousand things in those letters, and one of those things is, yeah, we need a lot of money <laughs> because maybe the film will be in Canto Rondo Venice or Berlin, you know, or the other way around. You know, it's it's like you always try to uh, to to, s- but yeah, it, it um, and no, I really had the feeling that I. Um, I wanted to make a bigger step, like to have more for the next film. You know, like mm-hmm. to, to have more actors involved, more locations. Because so each of your films. Is I madness. didn't. I didn't. I tried when I was writing. I said to myself, "Okay, I'm writing now, and I don't think of how much it will cost or whether I can do it mm-hmm. or or not." And. Um, so, because before it was clear that I had to like make something that was that I was possible to shoot.
0: I, I read, I was reading some of your old interviews last night and this morning and uh, was this What wonderful, was in there? <laughs> <laughs> there was this wonderful thing about the fact that um, in the process of making these films, um, and you're putting everything that you're kind of thinking and feeling in this period of your life into yeah. this. I mean, not, and it's not autobiographical, but but it's, it's but it's this kind of like what yeah. your your head what your head is thinking about. And so I wonder, and when you look back at something like, um, you know, everyone else, yeah, do you do you see? your early 30s? Do you see that period yeah, of your life? And and do you see, and, and I'm thinking now about Tony Erdman, is this... Is the this? late 30s. No. Yeah, yeah, but, but well, I'm just wondering though, is, is that something that's also, these films almost represent a stage of your life? Yeah,
2: I would say, yeah, that, that it's, it's... I can really like when I see pictures, yesterday I I, I read the article in, in, in Film Common and I saw a picture of uh, everyone else and I watched it and I really got back that feeling of that, of the time, you know, mm-hmm. when I was yeah when this was um something I was thinking about, and um yeah, with Tony Edman, it was the same, like I mean, it goes back a bit longer because it's it's about family mm-hmm. and it's something that you that builds builds up inside you uh for a longer mm-hmm. a longer time and um yeah, that's so interesting now, what I will do next. I, well, I, I, but you wanted,
0: <laughs> it, I mean you 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 had two children in the process yeah. and I, I my son i think was born roughly around the same time as yeah you, and i the reason I, I I bring this up is that is that you know when my son was born yeah the insight I instantly had into my parents, yeah. and, like the way I was yeah, raised yeah. and things. And I I was wondering if that if 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 somehow in thinking about this in your period of your life, like in the fact that you're making a film, I mean, not necessarily it about your father. It was too about late
2: a bit. The, it, I mean, I understood things differently, but the story was there. I mean, my first son was born and I already had the story in mind. It was mm-hmm. not the finished script. Mm-hmm. I was writing then, but mm-hmm. I was. At that time, I felt like, because being mother for the first time, it was in his first one and a half years when I was writing. There, I w- it was, I felt it was different words. But now, later in the film, I could start to connect more like with me being a parent and also mm-hmm. Winfried being a parent. I mean, yeah, with the father-daughter thing, um, I feel like I'm more in Ine's perspective, maybe, mm-hmm. in a way, yeah. Speaking of
0: that character, what, the amount of time and energy you put into her work and her business, yeah, and, and it seems—I'm guessing—you don't have an intimate knowledge of consulting in foreign countries. Now I Maybe have. I, yeah. But <laughs> I mean, why? Why was that so important to you to have that layer uh, and, yeah. and to build that in as as for that for that character?
2: I—I I mean, it's 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 her life. I mean, and and I, I think in in films. I like very much when films spend time with the work environment Mm -hmm. because I think it's interesting and it it has so much to do with the characters. We spend so much time with our work and um, for uh, for films it's it can be so boring and it really is boring sometimes because of that you make it short and Mm -hmm. go back to the private story. But um, I thought no I have to like go through this and try to. And this was really a lot of work because I I had met a lot of businesswomen. I had to find the right project that I could like visualize. And um, it was a lot of work to 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 write that because I I had to understand it. And I I found a woman at a certain point that that also was our consultant (laughs) (laughs) for for the consultant Mm -hmm. in the films. And um, that was very helpful. And I found that job really interesting because the question of responsibility is so strong. And so, I mean, the world economy doesn't work without consultancy companies. They really they 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 cannot do all the projects in 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 house. So they have to hire people from outside. But that's also like a, a an outsourcing of of responsibility. And and um, I found that very. Uh, typical maybe for our generation that it's it's not so easily everybody can like there's nobody you can blame blame because Mm -hmm. things get so uh, complicated and everybody can say yeah but I'm not really responsible you know and um, and on the other side I like the that this performance aspect is such a important thing to those in that job and that yeah and then and that she gives up her performance while he starts one. Yeah, it's a perfect stage for <laughs> yeah. him too, yeah. for him it is his pranks. Yeah. It,
0: it also, that works really well. They're automatically this like reactive yeah. character that makes it somehow believable. The performance he's giving suddenly becomes, ooh.
2: Yeah, for yeah. comedy it's always good to have like uh, contrasts and also to have a different, yeah, to work with status changes and mm-hmm. hierarchies, yeah. Um,
0: we're we're talking at the New York Film Festival in, in, in early October. The movie's coming out. I think Christmas here. Yeah. So I mean, I have a feeling Tony Erdman's going to be a part of your life for the next few for, for yeah. the next few months. But I, I wonder because the film is being so incredibly well received and is I mean over you know there's already articles talking about the Oscars and things like that. Have you started to think about at all? What you might want to do next, and <laughs> like in terms of, in the yeah. sense that your projects are seem to always be scaling up in terms of size. And, uh, yeah, it, I, it's I, I actually
2: they always got wo- forty minutes longer right. from the first to the second well, I was to the third. <laughs> I I'm very thinking, afraid <laughs> of that. I, I was
0: not even thinking length, but I, <laughs> <laughs> your your uh, decalogue is next. But yeah. uh, the um, but I, I, I wonder. As I'm sure possibilities are opening up. Are you are you thinking about that? Are you th- is the possibility of doing um, even something bigger on a bigger scale? Yeah. Is is, is an English language film something yeah. you considered? Is that?
2: I mean, I had like a, a, it's thirty percent English English language. Right. Very bad language. Mm-hmm. Very bad English <laughs> because they are Germans <laughs> who speak English. No. Um, mm, I think I, I have to wait. At the moment I'm I'm working I'm not working on anything. I'm so happy that I finished that film because it was three days, four days before the premiere in Cannes. And I'm it's such a nice moment. I will stretch that as long as possible to do nothing. <laughs> but um I think it will be interesting what, what to do next because it was so it was successful now mm. and but I feel I feel very, very free and um, with an English language, I think I need my identity or also my German identity. I need to, I need a bit of my language and I don't, I think if something comes naturally out of the story and as we live in this globalized world, there are so many mm-hmm. possibilities for stories within that. So um, I can imagine that maybe, uh, maybe a part of a film but, I don't know. I don't. At the moment, I don't think um, I will start a a new life here.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't talking. I have a nice (laughs) life in Germany. No, I wasn't (laughs) talking about a new life. No, no.
2: (laughs) Like that. Yeah, but that would mean. (laughs)
0: Yeah. (laughs) for a lot of filmmakers, though, doing something. It has a great attraction. Yeah. yeah. This is a. a, The film is so wonderful. Oh, thank you. It's. I you know, I heard all the talk coming out of Cannes and yeah. I was like, What is this two hour and forty minutes? Yeah, Cannes? you know? And uh, it just blew me away. And so thank you for taking this. Oh, the time thank you. Best cool. of luck with the movie.
2: Yeah, thank you.